0: AFL deep dive. Finally, we are here. It's here. We're actually going to do it. It's been uh, what about two years, Trent? Since I reckon it's the... been.
1: I reckon it's been longer than that. I reckon it's been like at least three, three and a half, four years where I was um, complaining that there wasn't enough interesting AFL podcasts and we should have done it then because now we've probably been overtaken. But we're, we're going to attempt it anyway. Um, we're going to have fun with it. We, we, what we want to do is we really want to make. A podcast that's purely about the game, so we really don't want to go too much into you know side chatter and and just random stuff that's yeah not necessarily impacting the game.
0: Absolutely, look, I'm sure listeners out there agree. There's enough people out there that will uh, divulge and hamper on about all the stuff that goes on on the outside of the football field, yeah. all the controversies. Um, and we're not here about that, it's, there's enough of, it's done to death every week and every day of the AFL season, we're just going to talk about the game and what our insights and thoughts are yeah, before more... the games and <clears throat> after the games.
1: And I think the thing is like, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, we both, um, we both follow NBA really heavily and there are like 10 to 15 really good NBA podcasts, like there's so many to the point like that just cover the game. Day in, day out There's so many that you pretty much physically don't have the time To listen to more than, like, two <laughs> or three Like, it is, it, it, otherwise you basically have to quit your job um, So for me, like, it, it, it often feels that Given a lot of them are run by, like, a Fox Sports Or, like, some massive company Are not kind of being done by people that have absolutely no consequences And can... If the Athel's done something cooked I'm more than happy to call them out for We'll call them out I'm more than happy <laughs> to say that So... That's kind of a... Yeah, we just wanted to kind of give a brief idea of, of what it's going to be about. But so, um, it's March the 1st, Thursday, March the 1st. We're actually in the month oh. of of the game. We're finally there. The countdown is on. The does countdown does it, is on. Does it feel like this... It's very exciting now. I mean, does it feel like, though, that this off-season has been absurdly long for you? Like, does it feel like... this? It feels... The grand final, so... Um, Michael came around to my house and we
0: watched the grand final and that feels like 100 years ago. So long ago, so long ago, but uh, last year was a very unusual year for me, so... Yeah, that's it. Long time with my team not playing finals, so um, it seems like an eternity since I last saw my team play. So we'll get this out out (laughs) of the road probably
1: early. So Michael's a Hawthorne supporter and um, I'm Trent and I'm a Richmond supporter, but we... Look, I think the thing for me is like we, we both follow the game. Love AFL. Really heavily, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it's not just, we don't <laughs> just follow our teams. It's been that way for a long time. Um, so, yeah, we, we're not going to kind of just talk about Victorian teams. We're definitely not going to kind of go too heavily into our own teams either, unless it's necessary. So, but I think <clears throat> what we want to do, so we've got three weeks to round one. Um, the first thing I think we're w- wanting to do is do a season preview. So, We've got 18 teams. We'll do nine teams this week. Um, we'll briefly cover over a couple of you know news and, and whatever. There's a few things going around, but to me, there's really not much happening. Um, there's a lot of nothing stories out there. I'm, I think we can have like a five minute discussion. Yeah. but I think there's really not a lot to kind of cover at the moment, especially not stuff that particularly relates to the game.
0: Absolutely. Look, in, look <clears throat> AFLX was it's been gone and done, and we're too late like, to really discuss it. It's sort of not relevant anymore. And the jokes have been made. And the jokes have been made, so okay. exactly. The there there's enough memes out there. We don't <clears> need <throat> to carry on with that. And also, and this is not to um, disrespect uh, AFLW or anything like that, but um, we just want to speak about AFL for this Ooh. year and we'll touch yeah. on some of the stuff that's going around with AFLW and, and the women's comp because it is relevant to a degree. But then next year when we sort of... Get Carry organized. on a bit earlier, yeah, more organised. Uh, we'll <clears> definitely uh, look into that uh, a lot further.
1: Yeah, the main problem I think to get to start covering that game was that it just well, physically there wasn't enough time. Um, I know it's still running, but I don't really want to come sort of half gunned into it. I'd rather, you know, do the work and and um, and come into it prepared. So, um, in terms of stuff to discuss before we start with Adelaide, and we're just going to alphabetically go through the teams.
0: Yeah, we don't want to get too fancy and tricky um, for our, for our listeners out no. we'll start at the top alphabetically. If and... <laughs> you know
1: the alphabet, you'll be able to follow this, uh, this method here. So, I mean, the first thing I was going to say, and this directly you know, relates to what we were talking about before, about stories that have nothing to do with the game, um, This dogs feud that's going on before, so we spoke for about five minutes before we started, so it it really shows our our preparation. I I mentioned... Can I just jump in just quickly? Just so everyone
0: knows, I have absolutely no idea what Trent is talking about. I must have been under a rock during that time, but... Well, it's only been like two days, but... All right, well, nothing. Haven't seen it anywhere.
1: So there's a story going around that um, Peter Gordon from the dogs and... um, Susan Alberti, who's a, you know, pioneer of women's football and done a whole bunch of stuff and, you know, obviously works very closely with the dogs, has, uh, you know, done a lot with the club. She... This is... A, it literally plays like a terrible wrestling storyline. Like, it, it's so boring and so childish. Like, if two kids came, you know, at school and said this was the issue, you'd, you'd turn around and say, look, this is just not worth anybody's time. Sort of out amongst yourselves. <laughs> But basically, that there's some feud between the two of them and it hasn't been made clear necessarily what it is. It really just seems like a pissing contest between the two of them. And she wasn't allowed... This is not a joke. She wasn't allowed into... So it'd be good if you could see his face, but it's quite screwed up. Um, it. it she, she wasn't allowed into the game the other night, right? So it was an AFLW game and she rocked up thinking she could just come in and I, I don't look we don't know whether there's been some sort of confusion with a ticket or whether that she was turned away. Like it's been told by different camps and anyway. It's a it's a dreadful story. Yeah, and been, this
0: is They've been watching too much story time in Parliament and I think this is, and then
1: this is apparently <laughs> it's meant to be a story. So it, right. it's to me that has like this is a good example though. Of what we're not gonna
0: be talking about what we're for not the come. rest of the year.
1: Yeah, and that's it. If something like this happens We can laugh about it and briefly speak about it for like a minute, but I'm not going to go into it. it. Yeah, I mean, I think stuff like that has no real relation to the game. I mean, if that affects the players on the ground, I mean, we've got a real big issue. If that's going to cause... You know, picking, st- picking to, like, <laughs> kick a point instead of a goal. I'll like we've start got, watching we got some, NRL. Yeah, well, that's, I'll start <laughs> watching anything. If, if, if there's a team that, that's cooked from something like that. Yeah. So like that. But I purely just wanted to mention it because it is something that... Um, it, it happened, but it, it is a good example of stuff we're not going to cover. Yeah, cool. So, again, just to cycle through a few things. Um, so, we're just going to speed round the news a bit because, again, there's not really a lot to discuss anyway. A couple of injuries. Um, so, Nathan Freeman, again... Another injury hasn't been able to get on the ground. Um, still, uh, to me, it's actually one of the pie's best things they've done in the trade market. As as harsh as that sounds, obviously you feel for the for the kid and you want him to get out there. But I mean, having picked up um, old mate from Frio and you know all, all the stuff that's gone on, gone on, yeah. I think there's the, the they you know, and then especially with Buckley coming out and effectively publicly saying that. He didn't want half of the things that had gone on, and then he was in that argument. What is that free? What is that free? What is his name? That free of God they picked up, and he like, can't get in the team. Yeah, <clears> I made a joke on, on Twitter saying that he was the, the toilet cleaner or something. What? Was it a three-year contract? But, I mean, and um, he was on like a five thousand-year contract. It was like ten million dollars a year or something? Ridiculous. Yeah, Giles. he hasn't played for that anyway. But it, it, yeah, you've got a feel for this guy. Like it seems. Pretty outrageous. Like it's Menzel it's getting towards Menzel sort of stuff. Just constant, constant. Yeah. Horrible injuries. And at least Menzel was able to get out on the ground a little bit, get some, some synergy. I mean
0: Yeah, so hopefully you can pull through it and next year can have because yeah, I a think crack at it.
1: The Saints have had um as much as I look, I don't think the Saints are gonna be top four this year. I think they're a chance for the eight. Um and we're, we're gonna as we'll go through the teams, we'll kinda give an idea and then at the very end we'll 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 do a ladder. Um, but in terms of the Saints, I think um, they have been really unlucky with Paddy McCartan and you know Freeman, and they've had a lot of um, kind of garbage like when it comes to some of their youth coming along. Yeah. and that can that can obviously you know it, it's 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 um, part of
0: the game, and we get it, and we're not going to harp on no, about it too it's, much. It's, but having some it happen, teams given can it happened again, more than, and
1: that's exactly it. I mean, you know, you know the Dogs had absurd injuries, and they won the flag. So I mean, like it. It just depends on what sort of depth you've got yep. and what kind of roles people can play and all that sort of stuff. But I just purely wanted to mention it because it was just like pretty horrific, like another player that has gone, you know, off the um, yep. scrap heap and then you know kind of got picked up again and then you know cooked.
0: But there is a bigger so... news story that sort of has been swept under the carpet for whatever for whatever reason. Well, barely discussed, uh, and barely discussed, and, and and Trent's all over, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm staggered myself. Why this hasn't received more attention, and that's uh, Dar Morris's ACL. Yeah, I mean, it's like if someone told me Dar Morris
1: has done his ACL, like yeah. I
0: would
1: just say, "Oh, I, I see he's retired." Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, as you know, as, as, a, as heartbreaking that is for the guy. Like, it's just a, like just a reality at that age. If you do an ACL, I mean. Pff-
0: even in your uh, mid twenties, it's a big thing. But well, this is exactly yeah. Like he's like uh, he's
1: he's he's early to mid thirties. He's, he's dead, definitely. So. I mean, he, I know he's a tough guy. He played with a broken back through twenty sixteen, or well, the back end of sixteen. Um, you know, had like a lot of injections and a lot of stuff to, to play that game, and he played really well on on Franklin that day, especially in the second half in the in the twenty sixteen. And, and that's it, that,
0: that experience. Um, that you have with a with someone like that in your backline, um, yeah, they're not easily replaced. No, so I thought, I'm, so, I'm so, yeah, I'm still so shocked that it it hasn't was, been. I don't know whether it came. I'd
1: it. have to go through it specific, like really specifically. I don't know whether it came out at a time when it was like poor timing, and you know something kind of buried it over the top of it. But yeah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. do know. But it, big loss. Anyway, big, big good loss player, for dogs. A good player, yeah. and the dogs don't have a you know an incredibly old list. So for me that. A good mature ahead. They're kind
0: of You know Holding their back line And especially now With Murphy retired as well Yeah it might just take A little bit of adjustment um, For that For that younger team And that younger back line To, to Yeah That's exactly Not it. so much gel They're, they're obviously Pretty drilled team But Yeah Just understand where, where to position themselves How to see What's going upfield, And all that type of stuff That yeah. those two Those two veterans Obviously brought to that club Yeah and,
1: I mean, the, the other two, not, like, I mean, there was a, a young player, I have forgotten his name, um, with GWS that did a I an ACL or something pretty bad as yeah, well. but just making... Quite a, quite a young player though, so hopefully, um, especially, and like, I think, you know, with some of the modern um, medicine things that go on now, like, you know, a younger player, you know, should, should, could, you know, hopefully be okay. Okay, yeah. But uh, a Morris, you know, you, you've got to start to um, I, I you know, and he said, I, I read an interview with him on on the Dogs website, and it did sound like, you know, retirement was a was a really viable option. So, who knows? Hopefully, they make finals, and you know, he can get some continuity in the back half of the season and, and go from there. And the other two exactly. notable ones were, uh, so Gary Ablett Junior. You might have um, you might have heard of him before. So I guess the main thing I want to talk about, and what do you think of this, is that I. You know, good call, bad call, to quote the uh, the footy classified do you do you think we're we're getting a, a a Golden State, you know, in the NBA type of backlash against Geelong here where they've got a bunch of very good clearly very good players. I mean, I think you look online and there's just so much barraging to you know, and just disparity towards this club. I mean, what are they to do? Ablett comes up they, they got him for not much. Yeah. Like, clearly, he's worth rolling the dice. He's
0: top five. He, you can't dispute that he's not top five players. I mean, even if you really want to. There's probably 10 players in the AFL right now, probably maybe a little bit more, that if they put their hand up to play for a fraction of what other teams. Would offer, yeah, that's exactly. Then, it. They, especially the fact that that's where his hometown is. It's where he played junior footy. His dad's a bloody has well. Surprise, he doesn't have a grandstand named after him to be he quite does. Wrong. He does. He does there down at go. Skills
1: Stadium. He does actually. He does literally. It's called a... Skills Stadium. It's called something. No, it's um, stadium. it's um, GmbHIA. G- 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 yeah, g- anyway. I no, mean, he does legitimately. well there you go. Snow. So it's um,
0: <laughs> it's, I've got I look. There's enough bashing about Geelong. It's uh, in, in Victoria without bashing the footy team. Um, for lots, yeah, look, lots I, of reasons I, I, don't, I don't know I think but it's look, I think it's harsh
1: I mean I think it is it, harsh. the the big thing for me with Abbott is he look when there was all that hardcore criticism of him you know oh I'm injured oh I'm missing games oh I've got this and he clearly wanted to leave the Gold Coast and I think the discussions for him to return um to Geelong started 2 years prior minimum I think where there was discussions for him to come home I um I actually wonder you know, what people are thinking when his sister commits suicide. And, like, so, like, so he, you know, he misses all these games. There's all these people saying he's weak, he's soft, he's not out there playing, you know, he's gone up to the Gold Coast for all his cash and he's just roaring them and clearly wants to come back to Geelong. And that's the optics of what it did look like at the time. Yeah. But that's... then when his sister kills herself. Like, it's such an unbelievably horrific thing to happen to his whole family. For then people to just be like, nah, weak, soft, you know, still kind of pushing that agenda. When clearly, I mean, you've, you've, you've got to be blind not to see that... Clearly, he was taking personal time, I think, through Absolutely. a lot of those supposed injuries to go back home. Yeah. And I know a lot of them he had actually come back to Melbourne. So
0: Yeah, and I think that shows a lot of maturity and a lot of professionalism, not on just on behalf of Gary but we know yeah. he's a ultimate professional when it comes to uh, his preparation for games and stuff, but also for the Suns to not let it leak, if that's the case. So, I mean, obviously they're the... the, the Easiest team in the comp to, to mock when it comes to a lack of professionalism yeah, yeah. Um, for lots of reasons, but I think if uh, and we don't need to know um, one way or the other, but no. if, if they did know that that was the reasons for it, then uh, I think hat, they did. Yeah, hat, hats off to them. I think it's a, it was a great well, thing to that, be able to manage mm. Gary and his family and allow um, it to be a, a very private thing. Um, and it's it's behind us now in that aspect, but this. This barrage of... Um, I think barrage. it's harsh. <laughs> like, yeah, seems it's very harsh. harsh. I, mean, I mean, it's not like... I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Put your hand up if you barrack for a footy team that wouldn't have Gary Ablett if he said, I want to play for peanuts.
1: That's the thing. I mean, to be fair as well, like, yes, he's taken a lot of money from Gold Coast, but, I mean, he's getting paid much less than what he could have. But anyway... So we'll, he's <laughs> also we'll... got
0: to go down as one of the greatest players ever. Let's just not forget that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's, that's the thing. He's, he's obviously a really good player. Yeah, so I mean, look,
1: let's, it, that's the only thing. I As I was surprised to see. I mean, it's like people missed that news that that, mm. that, that that had happened to his sister. Like it's a pretty horrific thing. Like it's not like we found out that he's got like a I don't know a car dealership that he's running or something, and that's why he was not playing games. Yeah. Like it's not like there was some wacky like rubbish reason why he wasn't playing. So anyway, I thought that was bizarre. Yeah, and the other one was Jordan Lewis, but Jordan Lewis's nah. injury seems pretty. Um, Pretty minor. Very minor in, um,
0: in the scheme of things. He'll be back. I mean, we could talk about he's a players players like Birchall. There's Niggles here, there, and everywhere. And it's yeah. just... They come and they go. It's... I don't think
1: there's too many... mate. Yeah, the, the, the major one for me was is, is really Morris. Yeah, like, Morris actually, And, the and that, the and big that one younger... Gidavis because player. it's
0: a major injury. out for the season, basically. But, yeah. and, and it basically saw uh, nothing.
1: No news. No, that's exactly it. So, yeah... Um, so, we also just wanted to go into the JLT just a little bit. Um, I mean, for me, it, you know, practice matches are, are practice matches. I think people forget that from season to season. I think people get so starved for football when it finally comes around. Yeah, so last I night probably. I heard people trying to dance on St Kilda's Grave that, you know, Carlton had won. And it's like, mate, they've been losing by like 200 points or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but it was
0: gonna if we're going to go down that path, well, sorry, Essendon supporters, your team's cooked for the year. Cause yeah, that's it, Richmond. by Richmond. But exactly, but yeah. let's put some perspective around it. Richmond and Essendon are coming from very different points. Yeah. Richmond are here to prove that they've still got the hunger in the belly after that massive, massive grand final win. And then Essendon, obviously, a lot of people from New my areas too, of yeah. chatting about um, see Essendon as being a, a, a real real big chance so obviously oh, they may have just been taken a little bit easy and Richmond may have been putting a little bit more energy into it I think so it, I don't call I don't read anything to it it no, no, practice matches and, um, I don't
1: think it's worth spending too much time on it I mean I, I no. didn't really take any note out of the results um, it's just good to have footy
0: back yeah
1: I mean so GWS and um, GWS and who is playing now G- there's G- a game going on now yeah, GWS Tambor. and
0: Collingwood Collingwood yeah, um, Collingwood, yeah, yeah and, so. and, and, and to be fair look it, it does take the games outside of the main cities and gives uh, some well, more places. Player,
1: but yeah, there's a game in Wollongong. I think, Wollongong, sure, um, we've like got that.
0: the Doggies Hawks in Ballarat oh, um, oh, right. this weekend. Yeah. So it, it, look, I understand it from the concept that it helps you get a bit of match fitness. It gives the coaches yeah. and, and supporters a, a, an indication of the depth of, of teams. Um, uh, whether it should be a competition or do we just... Call them practice matches because uh, that is what. Well, that's are. what they are. Yeah, I think. Um, well, they've
1: taken the. They've taken the. The. Um, I think. Well, it was a while ago, but there's that famous thing with in 2004 when St Kilda won the preseason cup, and Grant Thomas and Lenny Hayes looked like they wanted to you know, really get out of the ground. They were, um, yeah, really. Not, not, couldn't care less about the win, and I think that's. People, you know, at least they've taken that cup away because that was a bit of a joke. Kind of, yeah, you not know, you know, too pleased to win the pre season. Nobody, enough. nobody
0: gives a rats really. No. <laughs> it's, um, a bit like the, bit, bit like the little X trophy things that came out AFLX, and we're not going to talk about AFLX until next week because. Um, we really do probably want to start talking about the teams and having, yeah. a, having a, a chat, that's what we're here for We, uh, as mentioned, we're here to talk footy we're going
1: to go through the teams, yeah anyway, so we, we will, um, there's a few things we're going to bring up next week it depends how quiet um, the week is through next week but I'd imagine we'll have time so next week I think we definitely go into the mid-season trade um, which is a, you know, a bubbling story at the moment I think that's interesting and worth talking about and then um, we can also talk about a couple of ideas we've had for potentially, a, you know, an all-Australian all-star type game um, that would effectively, you know, be in place of, of an yeah. AFLX and come in between the AFLW and AFL, or you know, go to buy round or whatever. So there's a few ways you could and do you it. And if
0: you're following this but... on Twitter, uh, tweet some ideas. Yeah, there. exactly.
1: Tweet us some ideas. So that's the other thing i um, I was going to mention at the end, but I can mention now as well. So we're um, at AFL Deep Dive on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So this is the same handle everywhere. So, let's yeah. start...
0: Without further ado, let's, let's talk do it. about Adelaide.
1: The Crows. Let's say um, The reigning... Not produce. The reigning... Uh, Chokers.
0: Can I say that? Sorry. It, you can. It, that's what happened. Well... Uh, I love Adelaide, and I reckon a great footy team. But, They choked.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I think I've I've been... This is one of the things we wanted to talk about was that I I really have been shocked with just how soft at times... Obviously, straight after the game, there was a lot of criticism, but I think at times there's been a few people saying, oh, no, you know, they'll they'll bounce back and they're going to be really good. I I think they... I still think they're going to be... They'll be somewhere between... I think they're definitely going to be somewhere between 6th and 4th. I think that's where the Adelaide Crows are probably going to be at in the latter... Um, come round 22. But I mean, I think the thing for me with Adelaide is is it's not like it. We're not, I'm not saying, I don't think all of us are saying, no, I'm definitely not, is that it's a Port Adelaide 2007 type job. I don't no, think it, it's, it's definitely not. We're not saying it's a complete capitulation. But I think, so, you know, as someone that barracks for Richmond, um, I was all morning, obviously very nervous for the game, but I was. You know, concerned about this matchup, and I thought, geez, Adelaide have got this, and they've got that, and I, I mean, aside from Sloane, um, Crouch, Brad for a couple of quarters, like quite, aside from a few things, I don't think many of those players no. can walk away with the heads held high. I think, I,
0: I think, I think this is, I think Adelaide um, last year's grand final was more like Sydney v Hawthorne in twenty fifteen. Yeah, but Sorry, I mean 14, that fourteen, 20.
1: but that game is pretty close the whole way, whereas 16. I. No, I know. Yeah, but the thing. I mean, the thing for me is though there was it like I, even as someone that was so deeply you know wedded in the game, mm-hmm. the first time I watched it, I um, I thought we've got this. I thought we've got, and I, I am the most pessimistic Richmond supporter Typical going Richmond around. Is. Like I, I not
0: celebrated yet. Well, I was sort, of, sort of shocked by it. We could do that as still, a... AFL, still waiting for the AFL to take the Premier we could do that as a um, yeah. We could do that as an ounce no, by, by on the couch, just,
1: literally lying down no, in a psychiatrist office. only but, meant
0: that they choked on the day. I, they did. No, I think no, they're going to be a, a they very got, they got a lot of good to, to beat the players they, they yeah,
1: year. they got good structures. They, they seemingly have good coaches. Yeah, they um,
0: solidified their leadership group again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's all the
1: same, pretty much. Guys that have come in. So, I mean, so just just to kind of go over it because it's been quite a while since the trade. We're not going to go into who got what picks and all that sort of stuff. We're just going to go over highlights. So, um, Adelaide. They're so, major ones as well, if they're right? major ones, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, ins um, Bryce Gibbs obviously is the main one. Um, Sam Gibson came in from North Melbourne, um, and, and that's Lever. pretty much it. So then, obviously, and they lost. Lever. They lost. So then the outs. Yeah. So outs. They lost um, Charlie Cameron. Yeah. Um and then they lost Lever,
0: so, so they're they kind of that's two I two in two out and I and I think they're swap for swap different players obviously but yeah Lever I, and Bryce I think and, I really
1: do and I've heard people saying I, I think I think um so BT um through the telecast and on Triple M and just consistently put so much Mayo on Lever like I, I think he's a re- I think he's a really good player. Um, I think he's one of the better younger backmen, um, without a doubt. But I mean, you know, there was talk about him as though he's, you know, the next Scala. Like I think he's a very good player. But I mean, I don't know. I think Bryce Gibbs is what is he? 27, 28. Um, he's not that old. Like he's gonna, he's not like he's 32 or something. He should be able to come in there and pretty much slot into that position. Um, and then Charlie, yeah. and they had other small forward options. Like I don't think Charlie Cameron is. End of the world, and the rumor was as well that if he hadn't gotten a trade, that he he was absolutely going to request a trade next year. Yeah, so, so it's a good thing got, that Adelaide got it done. They got something for it, and then they don't have twelve months of a guy that's not pleased and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. No. So I guess so that that's that's kind of summary of the ins and the outs. Um, we we agree, we agree, don't we, that they're sitting somewhere between fourth and sixth.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know if I got them in the top five. And <laughs> you'll. See when we go through all the team, it's a ridiculously close, crowded season that we've got ahead of us, and it's going to be those. I know it's a cliche. There's one percenters here, um, luck with injuries and player management, etc. So. Definitely, be very, very surprised if Adelaide aren't in high that, in that yeah. top echelon again this year. They look, they look, uh, and they have got to be hungry, obviously. Uh, I think, 11. and that's I'm the a thing that... with what happened in Grand Final,
1: exactly. And there's, you know, and there's always really two things that can happen with a team that um, has lost a Grand Final, is they either are like Hawthorne in 2009, that are, you know, really not quite sure what they've got. Different teams, obviously. Hawthorne were quite young, but I guess Adelaide aren't an old team. Like there was. Are they going to come back and really not know what they're doing? You know, all that sort of stuff. I mean, I know Hawthorne won the flag, but in, in 08 but it took a and came back to 09. But, it, didn't but you know, West twice. Coast, you know, West Coast struggled after that loss to, to Hawthorne. Um, you know, but then some teams. you know, Hawthorne come back after losing to Sydney... Um, and then do a three pin So like, it, it, there's there's You're a lot of ways running. that this can exactly. So there's a lot a lot of ways this can go. But regardless, I think they're going to be they, yeah. there's too many good players. in many players to, to be to be a
0: bum. Yeah, to and they've got a good 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 balance of experience and youth and and strength on all lines. I mean, back looks
1: good. Forward looks good.
0: Mid solid. Yeah, they can score. They can defend. Yeah. And, and they can and, work different games strat- uh,
1: strategies, strategies as well. Yeah, well, they can and rotate
0: I, now. That, that's what Bryce gives to them. Lever couldn't run through the yeah. midfield. Bryce can, and he can go forward. I yeah. think, and they've got the makes that's them exactly yeah. much more good utility unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, they they're going to be a solid team. So all the Crow supporters out there, I'd be uh, they'll be lining up for the finals tickets already if I were you. I think they're be, yeah, they're going
1: to be an excellent side, but it's it's I think.
0: If, you know, they've got
1: something to prove, surely um, they know that. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated to see how they perform. And I think the, the other thing I was impressed with Adelaide in the back half of the season, and this is why I was so worried on Grand Final Day, was it seemed like Adelaide had gotten over a few of their bogeys as well. Like, if you look through the head-to-head between um, Adelaide and Geelong, So a few years ago, or even a year, two years ago, Adelaide were just regularly losing to a few different teams. But they seemed
0: along with the two for a while. They
1: seemed to really get. They had one or two wins here and there, but you know when it came to big matches. um, But Adelaide won a lot of away games too. So look up, yeah. I mean, I don't know how we'll have to have a look at the fixture, and we might talk about this again when it comes to the ladder at the end. I don't know how many games Adelaide have on the G, but I think they. I don't think they played massively well in the G last year. We'll I don't. If we can that. get an answer, we might like uh, we
0: might do a bit of research and try and get a little conversation about those types of things uh, in the lead up to the actual round. Why? Once it comes
1: to the round, exactly, yeah. But in terms, of, but yeah, generally speaking, I think the ins and the outs are not too... I think if they missed out on Gibbs, then wow, that, that does really, that does really shift it because I think Bryce Gibbs is. He's clearly a top fifty in, in, in the game. He's and I, I would say he's 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 a possibly a forty even, maybe even towards look, the thirties. He, he's still got quality player. He's so like he's still he's, got he's a
0: fairly big glass ceiling there, And that's
1: it. I mean this'll be his last contract. Um, and you know, you know, i yeah, he's he's obviously gonna be, you know, pretty good for them and he should be able to replace Lever. So that, that, that's what um, that's what we reckon. Yeah. So we're going to move on now to um, Brisbane. So Brisbane, they got Charlie Cameron, uh, as we just spoke about. They got um, uh, old oh, mate, oh, mate oh, old mate Luke Hyde. So it's,
0: comes out of retirement.
1: He puts out a, a, a retirement um, biography, uh, autobiography, which I'm reading at the moment. It's and bloody good. It's good. Oh, that's good. Well, he's <laughs> going to have to write. He's, he's, the publishers would be pissed because he's he's gone and played for another team. Yeah. Um. So they uh, they lost Shacky, who apparently um was extremely unhappy, which you know I I'm not you know, neither of us are in the AFL, and that was pretty um pretty clear from the outset. And um, they lost uh, Rockliffe, who had you know quite um he's famously bad. well he'd requested a trade, a trade year before, yeah. Um, and then St Kilda thought he was unfit. Um, and then there was a couple... I don't know how... I can't remember this it a while ago now, but yeah. there were a couple of teams that had looked um, at him. So anyway, but so they're, they're the ins and the outs. Um,
0: I reckon... Yeah. If I can jump in. No, no, I it, reckon it, so. as good as Shackey potentially could be and as good as Rockcliffe is and has been for the club, I think it was the best decision for the longevity and a move up the ladder for the Lions to... Get those out. Both of them. Yeah. One yeah. of them requested a trade. Get him out. Well, that's it. If somebody wants to... And the to... other guy wants... I just don't... He didn't fit the structure. He was homesick. Whatever the reasons. Well, If he doesn't story, want yeah. to play at the club, regardless, let him go. It's not worth having that bad apple in the in no. the basket because at some time, they're going to infect another player well, who that's will want thing. to go I mean, somewhere it, it, else. It,
1: it, it can have such a negative effect on the culture. Yeah.
0: And then they got so... one guy who wanted to come... Over to, back to home which is great. Who's a, who, yeah. can who can play who can And he's really going to add play. a lot of silk Into that very young forward line And at the other end um, The general Which I can Should talk, a lot I, can talk I, I can actually just talk about him and It's go. not going to be biased Because he's not it's all awesome. the player Better split the, <laughs> better split the <laughs> episode uh, here no, I, won't, I won't go into it But I think um, Obviously Fagan being from Hawthorne He was able to get into ear. And if it's for one year just to be another coach out in the field, then yeah, good on him as well. I think with
1: youth as well, like having somebody out there that can communicate and help structure and... I read early on, actually, not long, like when they first came back to preseason, that Hodgie had won like a couple, not one, but like come quite close to winning a couple of their trials and I was like, wow, that... That's
0: hilarious. That's um, embarrassing
1: if he's like smashing all these. He's not a particularly fast player anymore. But I think they've picked up since then. This
0: was in like... December or you know if you know anything about Hodgie if you've read his book then yeah he he, um well when he was younger he'd, uh, he was he liked to like to can all three That's one way of, um, <laughs> one way of so pretty about funny it. but um yeah we it's, it's good to see it. him again
1: I'll be honest because I was yeah. I was I was thinking that look I, I was you know it's like any freak guns. of the game like yeah. two two norms for me is um is better than two brown I think I know that doesn't get looked on as that um. I think Gary Ablett Junior. is clearly a more gifted player. Mm. Oh yeah, but absolutely. But if I'm picking players, I mean, it's not like I'm not going to pick Gary. But I mean, I think you know, if you're picking a team, geez, you'd it'd be hard it, over the last twenty years. You'd be hard pressed not
0: to pick oh, geez. He's uh, a freak, and, so. um, they're actually one of the more interesting teams to me this year. I'm, I'm, yeah. uh, uh, before everything, I was like, oh Brisbane, I got it years before they start. Crawling anywhere Near Yeah Final football But with What they've been able to do and And get the back Like Trent and I have said For years Um You get your back end Back of house right first Because they're the ones Managing the club If the club's stable Financially And people are in play Um they're all elite footballers. They don't get drafted from under-18 comps and senior comps around the world if they can't play football. But if yeah. the environment they're in isn't professional and looked after, um, then it filters down from the top. And the players usually are the ones that get scolded because they're the ones out in the field um, with the cameras on them. So uh, Richmond oh, Richmond, uh, had been able to do that. I think Fagan was a, a massive coup for them. And he's... Uh, Set them uh, down the right path, so I'll, I'll be really interested. I reckon they're going to take a couple of big scalps this year.
1: Yeah, I think they'll be a good side, especially in the first half. Yeah, um, and then obviously the youth will probably
0: struggle the second half because yeah, of the, like, I think physicality look, of the game. They've got
1: they've got a bunch of really good young players, but I mean, to as as we wanted to do with this sort of do a general overview, I think they're going to be look like a great look if they can get fourteenth, even maybe twelfth. Tenth, even tenth, would be a pretty good result. I absolutely don't see them making the eight. They're not. No. They're not going to if make the eight. If but if they're I think, not bottom two or
0: three, I reckon it's a win.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly it. And that's and if they finish, if they finish, you know, sixteenth or seventeenth, obviously that that's yeah. not ideal. But I think. um But again, they, I think they'll they 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 win an eight
0: eight games. Then who knows?
1: Yeah, and the other thing too that's got to be mentioned as well is that having two horrendous teams in Queensland is, is not absolutely not good for football. No, like, you, definitely you, you not. You've got to, ideally, I mean, obviously you want them both going up and going, but at least one of them is you want to be okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, it's not ideal with people jumping teams. You know, you don't want kids going like, oh, these guys are a lot better. But at the same time, like, it's it's pretty garbage having, like, two horrendous teams up there. Very and, tough. There's no real rivalry in it. The games aren't going to get many people there. So... Exactly. But not right. for AFL, Chris. Not for
0: AFL. So, yeah. Anyway. All right.
1: So, cat, cat, Do you want to the, introduce Catton? the Blues?
0: Well, wow. um, always, always in the news because they're one of the biggest clubs in the comp. For been around for a long, yeah. long time. Um, old club. got a old club, a lot of pride, a lot of history. Um, some very famous names that are, are just. Immortalised in AFL, so uh, very interesting. So obviously we've already discussed this player, Gibbs. He's gone, um, and they basically didn't bring anyone in.
1: No, they brought Kennedy from GWS. They bought Darcy Lang from July. Um, oh, sorry. No, he's, he's not bad. bad. Yeah, uh, Matthew lives not too bad as well. They've, and they got a lot. Of, they have so what they've done is they brought in a lot of high picks. So they got. I know we will not go into picks yeah. too much, but they so got picked ten, you pick what thirty. So I'll take is in
0: not notable players in No 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 it's not like they brought in like Hodge or something. No, yeah. Your Darcy Langs and your No no, uh, young players and the Kennedy's know, yeah. the younger companies who don't they yeah. don't
1: Well Soss is he was quite close with Kennedy when he was at Judah yeah apparently so that's that's been he, and he's he they're almost the second's Judas is almost the Garden side now. Yeah so. absolutely Poaching King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but good it makes too. sense so why not? I mean yeah, you, you can get him out of there and they can't pay them all so and there's so many high draft no, picks. There. And those
0: high draft picks were yeah phenomenal so um look They've got the basis for a, a launch pad in the next couple of years, I reckon. I still think they're going to struggle from time to time. Yeah. but um, they're that, not going to be a big side this year. But you look at that midfield and you go, wowee, yeah. with um, Patrick Kribs, oh Cripps is a freak. He, yeah. he's, um, he's a freak. And, and funnily enough, the two players that I, I think he reminds me of, uh, ex-Carlton players, and he's yeah. a combination of Chris Judd and Kudafides. Yeah, that's how it seems, isn't so, it? And I'm not putting pressure on the young lad because he's probably not listening to this anyway, so it's fine. He's but I think he is um, he's a bona fide star in the making and uh, I'm very excited. And I, I'll admit, I'm, it's not my favourite club in the world um, They could win the wooden spoon for the next five years as far as I'm concerned, personally. But my bias aside, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm... Uh, could watch that kid play,
1: yeah. I mean, the, the one thing I would say as well is Doc Doherty was a massive out. I mean, that that's him getting injured in the preseason was um, pretty yeah, massive. Like, blow. I think that they really needed him to kind of hold things up. So, the reality is, someone's got to lose. I mm. think they're going to be a bit better, but I, I still so I reckon they're going to finish somewhere between they won't finish. I don't think they're going to be finished much lower than like 14 or 15. Uh, they might get high enough to, like, a tenth or something. But, yeah, I, I can not get blown away. Not yet. Not yet. It's, they're just too young. There's not enough um, maturity the, impro- for the I think leagues. where the
0: improvement will be is they'll be in games for large portions of it. They're not mm. going to get blown out of the park. Yeah, without um, a doubt. And especially now that... Um, Old number one draft pick in Matty Cruiser had a full year under him and first, played um, almost, almost played okay. a whole almost all Australian Very very good signs and um, obviously when you've got what's well, good, they a, kept him because Collingwood went after it. Yeah, Kruser. when you've got a young, mobile ruckman that can kick goals like that, that um, that, that helps a lot and um, brings everyone else into the game because they obviously get first touch of the ball.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so again, um, again, because we want to just do sort of brief overviews of these, we've got to keep moving on. So Collingwood um, basically did nothing, which was a shock. I, um, I mean, uh, yeah, it was hard for them to make what they're clearly going to do. Their Lynch, which will be the you know the two kind of main out of contract players this year, are. Um, Sloan and Lynch at the Suns, and um, the Pies have pretty much almost. They may as well say it publicly. Like they clearly, I know the AFL um, finds people, but I, I, I think they they they're clearly up to their um their necks in in Lynch. But I don't know. I, I was wondering whether there'd be something at play. I know it was harder deal wise for them to try to get him over the line, but I, I'm they picked up a lot of the best thing they did was a bunch of these picks and the 2018 draft looks. Really good Deep Everybody says it's very deep Like, you know, 2000 2001 Some of the, you know, great drafts Yeah um, So, look, I, I, I don't know I, I think it's surprising that nothing happened but I guess they, they did a whole lot of action last year and it was terrible what they were doing. So like maybe it's better to kind of keep the maybe recruiters. Yeah, absolutely. The maybe they lied to them and, and look, told them and, the, and, the trade period was next week and they just got the weeks confused. Yeah, maybe they thought,
0: thought, let's try something new and uh, fly, <laughs> not, under, the radar, not and fly under the radar. Except some of their players uh, thought that wasn't a good idea and they get in the news for the wrong reasons. But we won't go down there. Yeah, again, too. Um, a it's a whole other Um And this is the first time in a long time that I don't have a read on where Colin at. I just don't know. They could bit, blow bit teams dead. out. They could blow teams out of the water. Don't know where they're going to kick their goals from. But and that's the but,
1: major concern, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but again, when you've got a midfield like there's maybe you only need some pinch pinchers in, in, in the forward line. I, I don't. I honestly, I don't know. I, um, and I, I'm, I'd be surprised if anyone at Collingwood knows.
1: They really. I mean, the thing for me, yeah, the thing at Collingwood is they 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 need some. They need it. Well, for me, they need a key forward, and they need a, clearly. Um, you know, they can't expect, you know, Mason Cox to kick, you know, 80 goals for the year or something, um, or even 60. I, I think if you get 45, 50 out of him, that's great um, year in, year out, but I, I don't yeah. see that happening. They also need another key back. Like, I, I, like a lever would have been amazing for Collingwood to go. I know he went to Melbourne, but mm. that I, I wonder whether that was ever in play because the side bottoms, you're. You know, a lot of these sort of players, they're getting older. There's going to get to a point where they can't keep holding that up. Um, I don't don't know. I think Collingwood are going to be middle of the table. Um, I don't see them making finals. Um, If they do make finals, I would be really surprised. I think it's possible, obviously. Anything's possible, but I I really don't see it happening. I, I think they're going to finish ninth. Maybe 10th.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's going to be another rerun too many of Buckley teams. being under a lot of pressure all year. Well, he's still he's got two
1: years, so, so this year he might be okay. But then you're right, in the next year it's going to become cooked again. Yeah.
0: But but they mm. do have a very good... They've got, on paper, they've got some very genuine A-grade players. Mm. And they're never going to... Always, I think they're oh, always going to be in every, is, is every game. Yeah, they're going to be in every game, um, obviously like any team, barring injuries... Uh, but I tend to agree. I don't, I'd be surprised just because of how loaded this season is with um, so much evenness. Uh, I, I can't, I can't squeeze them into my top eight.
1: They're not in the eight. I mean, there's too many teams you've got to fit in there. So yeah. I, I just don't... Unless something incredible happens... For them to get in the eight one of the teams that's hotly favored this year like a Geelong or a GWS one of those one of those sort of sides would have to have just a capitulation, capitulation. some yeah. something insane would have to happen for a spot to open up them to get a bit lucky I know their fixtures not too bad but some they would have to get very lucky so a lot a lot of luck would have to come in for them to make the eight yeah but uh, I mean who knows just
0: to reference uh, another great um, sport of ours Tenors. The only reason any player, aside from the top four, that can get into the top four is if one of those is He's out. Is out.
1: Yeah. Well, and the game is very. The thing about it is the AFL right now. I think is the, probably the most even it's been. But at the same time, there's only so many teams that can make yeah. finals, and they're not going to bring. They're not. I don't. I don't think they're going to bring in this wildcard thing in no. um, this year. We can talk about that in the next. Episode, even if
0: but... they squeeze into the eight, I can't see them going deep anyway. No offense, Collingwood supporters are just—they're not ready. They've got too young, too young, and they are missing bookends. Too many key
1: pillars, exactly. A yeah. Key back and key—if they look, put it this way: if they're not too bad this year, they get some more games through the legs. Um, they get some more experience. If they pick up a Lynch, and Absolutely. I mean next year, I we? mean maybe do doubles for Gold Coast. They get Stephen May as well. Imagine if they got May and Lynch. That would change all of a sudden. That takes them from ninth to, you know, maybe sixth or seventh or something. Stuart Judy loses all his
0: air. (laughs) Yeah, he's. (laughs) Oh, we'll we'll talk about the Suns when we get to the All right. um, So that's. Essendon. Yeah, we won't talk about Collingwood anymore. Um, We've done done, done enough. Done enough. Uh, So Essendon, all right. So lots of, lots of, lots of. Speculation, uh, a lot of anticipation around Essendon this year. Obviously, big, big trades. Big, big, so yeah, big, 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 they're one of the biggest players. Busy, busy, busy. And um, you know who went there? Saad. Um, Saad, the Devin Smith. Yeah. Um, and, obviously and, 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 and Jake Stringer, who yeah. apparently looked good in uh, some of the, the preseason games and running through the midfield, um, yeah. a la Stevie J type.
1: Yeah, I mean look, the thing what I liked about Essendon in the off season was that um Adrian Deodoro used that um pick eleven to get Devin Smith. He didn't he didn't um fall into the trap and, and give it to the dogs for string. I thought that was really mm-hmm. good. So there was a few things that they played really well. They played their cards really well, um, and they picked up a bunch of good players. I think they, they almost did the best out of all the teams I think in so. the trade period. Um, them and Port, but we'll get to Port later. But I think Essendon were really good. I think Devin Smith's a seriously good player that wasn't really getting enough exposure um, at GWS at times. they such a deep team, especially for, for a player like him. Um, Sard, Sard is a good player as well, yeah. What
0: Sard gives is, again, this rotation across half-back and through the midfield. They have got that many plays that can play from centre-half back through centre-half forward. So yeah. if you've got a hard game running-wise, you can rest one of those players in the back. Half or the forward half, yeah, and just rotate. He uh, are, are they going to be scared scarily fast? I, I I think they're just going to blow a lot of teams out of the water. Whether they can sustain that again, well, that's the thing. The whole How long year? can they
1: sustain that? But the young players, though,
0: yeah, it's. I mean, they did it last year, and I think it was the year before the doping. Season. They were fast, 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 and it's a physical game, as everyone knows. Um, but look. Oh, Opposite to Collingwood in a, in a sense, there's a. I'd be very surprised if these guys don't make the, the finals this year, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they snuck into the top four. I think they're going to get close. I, I've got them at fifth. Yeah, again, like that backline is almost Which all I Australian. Great for them. <laughs> all the, uh, the yeah. midfield extra extra year into some of those young like Merritt's a gun, McGrath's a gun, yeah, Heppel is a gun, Zarakis can. Float forward now, and not—he's got no pressure on him to be. Heppel's going to be a year older as yeah. well, so I think, and, then, and that's and a, then, yeah. and then you got Danaher's I think Danaher's going to win the Coleman. So I think, I think yeah, for me, the, I, that's you know, my that's button.
1: my tip. We'll do that at the end of the second episode, but of because we're going to do a a brand low... potential another norm, buddy and all that stuff which
0: but, I never thought we'd ever see. Um, well, he's also styles, but he's so
1: so Michael and I were speaking the other day. I um. So, Joey Dana, if you look at the numbers, if he keeps kicking... I know the game can change and a whole range of things can happen, obviously. It goes without saying. But that said, like, if it stays relatively... If, if full forwards are able to kick 70-odd mm. a year, if he stays relatively injury-free, he could get very close to 1,000-plus. yeah. Like, he's, on, he's actually on track for... I worked it out. If he kicks 70 a year from now... He could get like we could be seriously looking at another thousand goal player,
0: and potentially another hundred goal season. Yeah, maybe. I mean,
1: look, who, who I mean, knows? The game like, changes. And like, stuff, is, there's but so many ways that, that, that could... out.
0: I said that years ago when before Buddy kicked 100. Well, Fev did in and
1: it so in the same. Head. Did it as well. So well, I mean, look, I think it's possible. I think. I think. But but yeah. even that that might only be a up, bit harder. But more, more that yeah. I think he's going to kick 67 is year in, year out if he gets away. And he's he hasn't had too many injury yeah. issues. So
0: and only upside. It's only up for, for Essendon and hopefully yeah, that's, all I mean, the shit that they've had to deal with over the last few years is uh, well and truly behind them and it never has to be brought up again.
1: Yeah, and I think as well, like even if the thing I would I would say too is even if Jake, Jake Stringer doesn't work out, and even if he's, you know, got whatever issues that are going on and that affects him, I don't um I don't actually think that's going to matter too much to them. It's not no. ideal, obviously, but um it just no, adds depth I, more than anything. Yeah, else he I, th- adds I think depth. I think he's yeah I, I, I think if if everybody's up and firing, he might actually find it hard to keep in 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 the side if if they've really got a a solid list going on. I don't necessarily see him um, staying in week yeah. and week if he's got issues. So, yeah, anyway.
0: I think they're top six.
1: Yeah, I think they're two. I've got them at fifth. So, But we'll, we'll sit down and it's always easy to say a number, but then when you have to write I mean, them all out, you're I mean, like, I mean, hang on, that doesn't fit there and who's going to yeah, get away? Yeah, so, uh
0: still 10 more teams to get through. That's it. I can't, I can't fit 10 teams in the top four. So no, that's it. All right. uh, so,
1: Fremantle. Okay. Fremantle. So, uh in. So, Brandon Matera. Um, and then they got Nathan Wilson in as well. Um, and then they lost Harley Ballack, Hayden Crozier, uh, um, and then out Lockie Weller. So Lockie Weller was the really weird one because Lockie Weller was quite a, um, you know, talked about player and, you know, he was, he was quite solid on their list and considered one of the kind of up and comers in their side. And then he requested a trade and he, um, he wanted to go back home to the
0: Gold Coast, which is, uh... Quite a yeah. rare thing. I don't
1: think I've ever seen that happen so
0: far. Going against the grain there. To say the least. Again, no offence to what was speaking fact here, but a lot of players... Want to um, get out of there. Got out of there. Um, in fact, Let alone get in there. In fact, so, brand Brandon Interior is one of them. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. So, so, I mean, yeah. I think... But they did get also get a very good swap for Balik.
1: But well, but the thing is too, they got pick two, two for Wellup, which is astonishing. Yeah. Like I, I am shocked that. But I guess the thing about it is with these expansion teams in Gold Coast and GWS, you've got to think about it in not a normal way. Like that to a normal club that hasn't had all these handouts. Yeah, that's there. That'd be like Cleveland handing out the you know the Brooklyn pick at the moment in the NBA. Like they they didn't do that in the trade because they they want to know what LeBron's doing, and it's a similar thing. In the NFL, like you know, some of these clubs that have high picks, they're not going to spend them unless they absolutely know what's going on moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. but but these but the expansion teams basically work on on different rules because they've got so many draft picks, so much concessions. Um, they so can much... hand, they can hand those ridiculously high picks out. So yeah, I mean, who knows that? I, if I'm freeo, I'd probably use that that to pick this year because it's probably going to be an absolute freak in this 2018 draft. Yeah, if
0: the 18 drafts anything to go by in this early what people have been then, saying. Yeah, I mean, if, if, gonna, it's, if it's as deep as people are saying. And they've got to do well. They've got to wreck those. They, they, they picked it, up the rebuild needs need to happen really quickly yeah, really early, so yeah.
1: good on them. There's people saying it's going to be as good as the 0-1 draft. Like, there's people saying it's going to be that deep. So, apparently there's so much variety. Like, there's good forwards, good mids, good rucks. Yeah. Good utilities, good backs, all sorts of stuff. I think so I'll
0: keep it on uh, the under-18 comp this year just to see what's coming. on. What's going on, yeah. Because it'll be interesting. and uh, I'm sure the, you guys out there, especially back end of the season, will be uh, wanting to know more and more about the players that are potentially going to your club at the end of the year. Yeah,
1: so look, Fremantle, I think, um, yeah, I'd, I'd be shocked if they made the eight. I mean, I think Fife looks... Amazing, okay. which is great. Um, it's great to have a player of his calibre back. Um, yeah. He looked really good in the International Rules Series, but again, that's not much to go by. But in, so yeah. far, he, he has looked amazing. I mean, we've obviously got to wait to see him in the A League. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he
0: looked ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, but if again, he's... But, but again, he's only one guy. It's not like a, some yeah. other sports where one player and can un- change a whole team. And so. unfortunately for Freo, um, and it's probably, in hindsight, probably the... Th- thing that's let them undone is having someone like Sandlands who was so dominant in the ruck yeah. that the rest of the team revolves around him giving first shoot. So if he's not playing, I can't see how Fremantle change their they game plan too much. No. So unless they've been working on that, um, yeah. Again, and especially after such a fall from grace last year, are I, 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 they going to be more competitive? Yeah. Um, and they're definitely not going to be uh, as low down the ladder. Yeah. This year, in my opinion. Yeah. But again, I yeah I can't see them doing much more damage, and I, I don't I don't have any The other. Finals. No, I,
1: I think Fremantle again will be a bottom team. We'll figure out where they're on the ladder, but they're not they're not going to be too high up. I mean, a good result for them would be like a, a, a ninth or a tenth, tenth. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um. The other thing too is this has got to be Lancer's last year, so they're they're going to start to um. I don't know how they've got a couple of young kids that they've got. Um, yeah, they started in the works, blotted a few, but you know they've they, got to get two, he and five six were, eight were a, ten games in a row, a dominating at combo. some point. Yeah,
0: so so yeah, interesting, interesting.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think look, they, yeah, clearly, pick two was a really good win. I'm glad they stuck to their guns and you know they did what they did, so that's yeah. great. But yeah, uh, yeah, they're still going to struggle this year. Obviously, there's too many teams that are going to beat down on them later in the yeah. year, especially.
0: All right, on to Trent's uh, other team. Um, oh. If uh, for Richmond bias doesn't come through, the Cats will Will uh, to the point that uh, uh, oh, a like couple, couple of years ago, I told him to switch, s- switch teams. No, you can't switch. <laughs> the only way you can switch. I is I could understand it because Richmond were probably one of the most frustrating clubs you could ever bear. Well,
1: for. the problem is, so I'm, I was anyway. born in 1986, <laughs> and they won a flag in 1980. So there's basically been no success my entire life. So, like, yeah, I mean, when I started following football, again, really heavily, because I became quite despondent with football in the 90s, because it was just so frustrating with with Richmond, we would always be, you know, looking alright, and then we'd just bomb out, and it just kept happening, and that's why I started following the game, but Geelong just happened to be quite a good team at that time, and, and all that sort
0: of stuff, so... Arguably the prettiest. Not great, they're, they're not really that good visual. I'm talking about the, the way they play yeah, and the that's game. Yeah, something like people <laughs> they forgot have that. Been... they're great to watch. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, so, so we've got, I mean, obviously, in Ablett, um, they actually got pick 24, which is not too bad. That actually could be quite a good player in the um, upcoming draft. They lost Darcy Lang, which he was barely getting a game anyway, so I don't yeah. think that matters. And um, it's been pretty well documented. They had a lot of issues with Steven Motlop, and then you know on on the
0: ground, obviously you could see that anyway. Yeah, and he um, was. I think he was looking for a fresh breath I don't know. there somewhere. Just the that so, guy was. Like, probably could be a win-win for both clubs.
1: Yeah, and I was shocked actually. They offered him a con- that contract. They did. Um, I know they were wanting to offer him something even smaller. So, um, yeah. Anyway, but look, I think they haven't really lost anything. They they've clearly gained um, Gary Ablett, and they didn't have to part with too much to get him. Um, I, I personally think that if his body's all right, that's the big question is how's his body going? Obviously, everybody says it's great. They wouldn't have got him in. They're not going to just get him in for marketing. They've, they've, they've obviously done some level of due diligence and they yeah. know that he's going to be okay to to good or, you know, good to great, hopefully. Um, yeah, look, I, I think they're going to be nothing but better. I've got them top four. Um, I hope... Daniel Menzel um, comes back this year with a, with a positive mindset and, and, and doesn't kind of get too negative because there was a scenario Menzel, with him.
0: Tomahawk, Ablett. That's a pretty good forward line. Well, apparently
1: they're going to play Ablett predominantly in the midfield, midfield. but I'm sure they'll run Dangerfield and him and all that stuff yeah. forward. They've got a lot of options and they've got, like, even though they haven't got, you know, the greatest forward line going around, it's not like they've got a, you know... A Danaher or a buddy or something like that, but it's, it's not going to matter. They've got there's going to be so much supply from that midfield coming in. Um, I don't, I don't think that's really going to make too much of a difference. No. So I think they're clearly going to be top four. I'd be shocked if I'd be actually really shocked if Geelong don't finish top
0: actually, four. Actually, here's one injury we didn't touch on, and again, it sort of didn't make the headlines too much, but uh, Hanson, he's a big loss for Geelong at the start of the year. Yeah, they really point.
1: started to get him him going well, didn't they? He yeah, was, yeah. Um, he was a really good. Um, Position for them at times,
0: so it'll be interesting. Just, just I mean Harry Taylor, but we'll go back and probably stay back all year. Back forward thing, but it's probably really. so. For me, it's only question mark is, is is that back line, and because there's going to be a lot of reshuffling re there. Obviously, some some big outs, and big retirees over the last few years at Geelong in their back line. And yeah, Mackey
1: out's the big concern for me. Yeah, um, there's a good swing player, underrated player. Yeah, I've so, always felt. But, but again,
0: if you've got a midfield like theirs, um, it would be like the Golden State Warriors of the AFL, and it's not a matter of who who stops scoring; it's whether they can score more than you.
1: Yeah, and that's in terms of that style. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to be as dominating in that respect as like. No, definitely State, not. No, no, no. I know what you mean, though. But yeah, um, look,
0: I I I, I fancied them. Uh, I actually oh. think
1: that could go all the way this year. Yeah, I think I think that'd be pretty. Um, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But at the same time. Yeah, a long way to go between now and then. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, yeah, they've, they've also got a lot of home games in Geelong, which obviously helped them as well. I think they've got eight this year, or something ridiculous. So, look, I think, yeah, they're, they're going to win seven or eight of those um, every day of the week. So, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, we both rate them pretty highly. I mean, I don't think there's anyone coming into this season that's going to rate them poorly. No. But just just to back over a second about Menzel, so he... Um, he requested a uh, well, so he wanted a longer Long contract. Contract, yeah. Um, and then the cat said, "No, nah, look, we, you know, with all your injuries and everything going on, um, we can't offer you bigger, bigger deal." Um, and then he wasn't pleased, and then asked to be put on the table, and then nobody wanted him. So, gee, it's a bit of a uncomfortable scenario for him. So, hopefully, he, you know, he's mature about it. I'm not saying I have no reason to believe he wouldn't be. I think
0: hopefully
1: yeah, he comes in and yeah, yeah, that that's bought. Um, but yeah, look, yeah. hopefully he comes in and 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 just because the reality was like. People like it was really weird. Like in the off, I heard over the off season, but then also in in the trade, people talking about him as though like he was kind of you know on the scrap heap. And it's like, what do you mean? He kicked, he kicked nearly forty goals for the year. Like he was a pretty
0: handy player. Yeah, I, like, I, don't, I don't think Geelong really wanted to. I, I thought. I don't think should, they wanted him to go. No, I, no. And I thought it was based on where his body has been. Yeah, it was more than generous. And I think had that just been the offer, and he didn't kick up a fuss and then started scouting elsewhere mm. more clubs would have I think nobody oh. wanted to give him three or four years and no. I don't blame any club for that oh four years is crazy I think he wanted three but look, I think look what Colin would have got with um, what's his name from North Melbourne like
1: oh um North
0: Melbourne yeah came across and just injuries like calf injuries after calf injuries oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Wells Wells yeah, um, yeah, yeah. superstar he is but, Good I would player. Have, but I would have only given him one year well, that but that but is. that was that
1: psycho Colin yeah, we were talking yeah, about before where, where we, last year they did all this whack stuff. So anyway, we'll, 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 we'll keep. Hopefully, hopefully
0: on. he does come out, plays twenty plus games. He's a good player. Yeah, I um, mean the, the way he's, he's got over these injuries. Line. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, so that's Geelong. So off to the the, the last team, last for the, team for the for the episode. And we
1: better make it quick because we've we been, been fifty eight minutes in. Oh wow! Um, so Gold Coast, Gold Coast,
0: no expectations there. Well, they're barely pl- the they barely the gypsies playing gypsies this year.
1: Gypsies this year. Gypsies is a good way to describe it because they how many home, they've got home games in WA.
0: Yep,
1: and Gans <laughs> and Gans. Like, so this look, is oh um... look,
0: experiment, experiment. Like it's a new, new coach, new environment, new everything, new, everything. new ground. I think it's, a, it's a, I think it's good. Yeah, a, that... a good distraction for for the players that have been there f- all the time to really see what it's like yeah. um, when you're away from the that spotlight that can be AFL in a in a city deprived of regular sports so yeah um, and look hopefully it, it encourages some of those uh, northern Queenslanders to to follow a team even if it's just remotely um, so it'd be interesting yeah there's no and, expectations and as well. and yeah. Golf, yeah just uh, yeah there's not much to, they're barely um, gonna see a home game there yeah um, and, and that's not to, to just because we've been talking a while to cut this short. I think that there's not really much to say. There about isn't them because really you much can't. No. Uh, it would well, be, be unfair to put a uh, put any expectation on them, knowing that they're not playing X amount of games at their home or X yeah. amount of games here or X amount of games there. They're playing all over the shop. Yeah. so... Um, and with a new coach and if they finish 10th they I lost, think that would be astonishing
1: but it's not it's not going to happen They win I think 5 that, games that, that, would, that would be astonishing so that might, no that wouldn't probably yeah. get them that eye. so we'll wait, we'll wait and no. see
0: um, hopefully their best 25 players can stay fit yeah for the year and they can get some uh, continuity because ultimately yes some players came and left but a lot of them had injuries as well
1: yeah To me, I mean, look, if if the Olympics were to come to Melbourne, um, especially, that would be a bit of a nightmare for the AFL, but they've got some level of contingencies with that. You know, they can use other grounds and whatever. Commonwealth Games is not as big of a nightmare, but the fact that it's come to Gold Coast with a new team, with a... So this is another thing, too. Michael and I lived in Sydney, um, and we actually went to a few GWS games and saw that club come in and, and build. And I have to say... Like it actually is building up there. Like a lot yeah, it's of people, massive. they're taking it's so absolutely, much away from well, maybe not right. massive, but, it, but it, it, it's yeah, it's definitely getting there. It absolutely is building. But it, it, like people talk about it as though there's like one person of the game and it, it's horrendous. It's, that's 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 not the case. From people no. that have literally been there, and I I lived um, yeah, in the in not, inner west. west. Yeah, so Australia. it's greater Western Sydney. Uh, the U. inner U. west are, well. are
0: taking like to, Newtown and places like that. That the, good the job people again. there see. Gw the, the giants as is as there the Bryant, because yeah, the, yeah. there's a east west uh, if anyone has been to Sydney or lived in Sydney knows um, yeah. uh, when you when you're on the east side of the when you're in Bondi you're, you're, the as a, the the are called the Bondi billionaires um, mm. and the rest of Sydney uh, almost uh, disassociates themselves yeah. with it um, so you see a lot of uh, inner city um, on the west and, and you know, south um, of Sydney. Um, jumping on the the Giants bandwagon and because the way the AFL run the sport uh, um, especially from uh, the negative side of things like drugs and, and abuse and stuff well, like that's and exactly, violence yeah, yeah. there's more stories, and more parents yeah. um, encouraging their Kids, Kids to, to play AFL up there, yeah. um, and it, you really did notice. It is
1: building, so yeah. Just just to say oh, that as well, from people that have been there, it, it is it is not a, a dead thing. No, so hopefully, um, But Gold, so Coast, to Gold good, Coast. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, back to Gold Coast. So
0: hopefully, something good. For I think it is this. struggling
1: a lot more up there. So that it's it's not an ideal scenario. But and no sport, no club, sporting club. Nothing's ever worked there. It. That's the other thing too. It's like a. um you know, it's just like this sort of Bermuda Triangle for sports teams. Like it just sucks them up and it doesn't work. Like, but, but it's
0: such a beautiful spot to go. So hopefully uh hopefully, yeah, hopefully I feel like gambling and,
1: and crack. It's, <laughs> it's surfing. Yeah, that's true, surfing. There's surfing elsewhere though. True. Anyway. I don't love the Gold Coast. But anyway, look anyway, I think that's... the the main thing for me with the Gold Coast is can they keep May oh, May and it's no specifically oh, yeah. Stephen May. And can they keep Tom Lynch? If they can keep those two and convince them to stay and sign up on long-term contracts, that's better than one win this year. Yeah, that would true. that that's that is that is if I, if I could take if I'm the coach and I could take ten wins versus those two guys sign up we don't win a game. Right. Or, you know. I mean, uh,
0: Stuart Jew has proven what he can do in five minutes of football. I think a season of coaching.
1: <laughs> well, Tim Watson was an incredible player, but he was a horrendous coach. So anyway, look, let's, let's let's this let's let's see. True. Wait and see. Let's so. wait and see. But yeah, they've got a horrendous lineup. Um, you got to feel bad for them. But look, you know, it, look, they're, they're clearly going to be bottom of the ladder. Um, I don't think there's going to be too many teams below them. So given what a, a horrible scenario they've got, yeah. Anyway, um, normal nice. episodes, I think we're going <laughs> to aim to have at about, you know, 30 minutes in and around there. forty. Um, 30, 40, we can, we can definitely talk for many more hours. But um, thanks for listening. Um, so, yeah, first episode, we got through those nine teams. Um, we went through a couple of things that were on the, on the go, but there's really not too much. I don't think there's going to be too much happening between now and then. No, but I'll probably eat my words, and there'll be like some massive injury or something. Yeah, like and obviously, I don't, I don't obviously, so. the
0: next episode will probably be a bit longer as well, just just because it is We well, go through, through all the yeah. teams, give a bit of an overview, but and after that, we'll um, stick to it and um, just talk about yeah. uh, the games that were.
1: That's it. So we're gonna do we're gonna do it really week for week from now right through to the trade season. So there'll be some stuff, you know, we'll, we'll be away here and there. There'll be a couple of weeks where we might have to have it a bit earlier and a bit later, but we're we'll always trying to get an episode out. Um, But, yeah, we're going to cover it right through to the trade um, and then go from there. So, yeah, thank you. Awesome, guys. Thanks,
0: Trent, uh, for that and uh, for everyone out listening there. That's it. Deep dive. All right, deep dive. See you later. Later.